Hey guys, today's episode is going to be a little different. Um, it's just going to be me today. When I uh, first thought about doing the podcast, I actually lost a lot of sleep. Um, just thinking about what the podcast should be about, what am I going to say, what do people think about what I'm going to say, um, just all those racing thoughts and anxiety. Um but once I got into it, um, definitely got better and, uh, would still get nervous before episodes, but, uh, did calm down more. And, uh, more recently, um, I've been pretty comfortable with the episodes and, uh, that's been really great. But, uh, I think anytime you get comfortable in life, it's a good sign. Um, it's time to, uh, push yourself a little more. So this is another, uh, way of pushing myself. Um, definitely really nervous to do solo episode. Um, I've been really blessed to have a lot of amazing people on the podcast. And I was like, you know, any, any shortcomings I have, uh, just listen to them and they can, uh, fill in, fill in my gaps, but a solo episode, there's, there's no one to fill in my gaps for me. So it's a way to, um, you know, get to know me a little bit more, um, intimately and for me to, again, push myself more. Um, and I've been really excited. The podcast has been doing really well. Uh, it's been getting very consistent numbers. Um, I think someone told me that, uh, eight episodes is, is kind of the podcast threshold. So if you do eight threshold, eight episodes of a podcast, uh, you're most likely to continue to do, uh, more episodes. And so, um, I've, I've gone well over that. Um, and it's still early in the podcast, of course, but, uh, but yeah, and and really, I don't feel like um, I don't feel like it's slowing down. I have lots of thoughts, lots of episode ideas, um, uh, other guests that I ha- I'm interested in having on. So um, yeah, I'm excited. Um, the momentum momentum is going well, and I'm excited to see um, how it continues. Um, yeah, I, w- I would really like if um, y'all gave me some feedback if you're interested. Um, on social medias, um, uh, yeah, or just if you know me, you know, text me or whatever. Um, and I, I really enjoyed any uh, the um, feedback I have gotten so far from from friends. Um, but just what you like, what you don't like, what could be improved. Um, yeah, just anything that um, would help me out, and um, just how you feel about it. Um, yeah, I always love getting uh, interactions from uh, from people who listen to it. So today I'm going to talk about um, my life and kind of what's been going on. Um, I was in grad school for a little while um, to be a counselor and I quit grad school. So uh, today's topic is why I quit grad school. Um, so, you know, I've uh, talked about my story um, on basically my first episode on the podcast. And of course, um, if you listen to that, I had an awakening and um, was put in the hospital and to the psych ward and I kind of had to figure out my life and, um, went through the dark night of the soul. Um, I w- had a couple of different jobs. I was a delivery driver for a while and then I was a, um, newspaper editor and writer. And then I didn't know what to do. Um, I didn't have a job for a while. I eventually um, started substitute teaching and then got a job at a hotel. And I really started thinking around that time, what do I really want to do with my life? What 
do I love? Like who who am I? Who who am I? What is my identity? What are the things I excel at? And so I was really thinking about um, when I was an undergrad and I was an English major and what I love so much about um, books, about writing, about um, talking about books with other people. And what I realized is that, you know, I love story, of course, but what I love is what story can teach us and how we can connect with each other about story and how we can use um, stories in books or um, in movies or anything, really, um, how that can help us and teach us lessons we can apply to our life. And just realizing who I am and that I really excel at one-on-one or small groups um, and I really want to connect deeply and get to know what's going on in people's lives and, and how we can relate and help each other. And that's more counseling than it is being an English teacher. Um, I don't really care about grammar teaching about that. Um, and so I started grad school uh, for counseling. And I did that for a couple of years, and it was good. I, I, learned, I learned a good amount. Um, but it came a time where I felt like I kind of had reached the limits of what I could learn in that capacity uh, within grad school. Um, you know, obviously grad school is a lot of reading, reading books, taking quizzes, uh, taking tests. And um, I had kind of gotten my head around um, psychology and uh, at least the gist of it, of, of different um, modalities and their kind of... Um, understanding of psychology and how to help people. Um, and I really enjoyed some classes I took where we did, um, mock, uh, counseling sessions, practice counseling sessions, and really enjoyed that and thought I, I definitely gained, uh, more from that than I did, um, just from the, the classes where you learn, um, from the textbook and stuff like that. Um, but I was coming to um, a place where I was going to start my internships. And so basically working for an agency that did counseling and um, that would work for, for one of them and do counseling sessions with people. And uh, I was excited, but I was also nervous, of course. Um, but uh, I was going to have to cut down on work time um, in working the job. I work at a hotel. And um, I was going to have a semester where I was going to be working part-time and then two semesters of where I had to get more hours at this um, counseling facility. And I wouldn't have any time to work. So basically, I have to take out loans um, to do this. And I was just calculating everything and realizing basically I have to take out twenty thousand, twenty-eight thousand um, dollars in student loans, and that's a, that's a lot. So um, it kind of was getting to the place of, hey, you either are going to stick with this and go finish your grad school and get this degree and go this route, or pick something else, or um, you know, because I'm about to have to drop a bunch of of loans. Um, up to this point, I've been able to go to school and for the most part, not take out any loans and um, just pay my way by working full time. So it was kind of getting to a head. And for a while, I had been thinking about alternate paths of 
helping people. Um, I was, I'm interested in um, life coaching. I'm interested in energy healing. If you listen to my energy healing um, episode earlier, um, I experienced and tried out a couple modalities myself and uh, it's been helpful and been really intriguing. Um, and I'm just interested in uh, ways of hearing um, the spirit um, through dream work, synchronicities, of course, just life. Um, and I, uh, you know, I really like Carl Jung and um, his connection between psychology and spirituality. And <clears throat> it just seems like uh, a modern psychology has kind of gone away from that and really focused on just the psychology part and uh, mental health. And, you know, I think that's important and that's that's a part of psychology. But as far as healing goes, um, humans... Um, I think they're spiritual beings and they, they need that spiritual component to truly heal. And so, um, yeah, it just seems like there's a part that's missing that could help people. Um, unfortunately today, um, psychology is tied in with psychiatry and, um, the pharmaceutical, um, the modern, um, medical system. And I think there's a lot of issues in that. And there's a lot of um, corruption and, for example, um, the DSM, that's the Diagnostic uh, Manual of, of Mental Disorders, and uh, a lot of, um, to get insurance, um, you most likely have to diagnose your patients with uh, a mental disorder, and you have to say, this is their disorder, this is how many sessions I'm going to have with them, and then they're going to be good. And that's how many sessions the um, insurance company will cover. So it's just basically a very um, similar model to uh, traditional uh, medicine in ho- hospitals. And um, so it doesn't really, you know, take into account that healing, especially mental, emotional, psychological, um, it takes a long time you know it's going to take more than um, five six sessions um, kind of CBT model um, and that that's yeah that's just not going to do it and there's, there's a lot of problems there and then um, you know big pharma <laughs> it doesn't really care about people uh, they just they just want money and so there's a lot of corruption and there's a lot of uh, psychologists and counselors who who realize this and don't like this and I respect expect them for trying to do the best they can to, to, you know, work with the system that we have. Um, but there is a lot of counselors that, you know, they don't even take insurance because of, um, these issues. And, um, you know, there's issues within the DSM itself. Uh, a lot of counselors and psychologists recognize this and the way we view mental disorders. Um, hopefully I hope to have an episode about this. Um, and we'll talk, talk more about that. But so there's a, there's a lot of things that I, um, really not on board with it and I don't like um, that psychology is tied to unfortunately but I think there's a lot more out there um, as far as healing modalities and um, you know working with the working with the body and somatic intelligence and I think that psychology is beginning to pick up on that you know it's beginning to use uh, meditation and even things like EMDR um, but there's there's a lot more modalities out there, um, and I'm interested in exploring these things. And I don't want to be hampered by having to um, fall within what the 
the authorities on psychology say uh, falls under what you can and cannot do. Um, I recognize there's definitely uh, a lot of good things about having, you know, you do paperwork about your sessions, which helps keep you accountable on what's going on and being ethical. And then you have a board and you have supervisor. I think those are um, good things and important. And, um, you know, I think that it's important in whatever um, way that you're in a position of authority to and over people and to help people that you have, um, you know, that you're getting help yourself. A lot of counselors go to other counselors. And also you have um, people you can go to to ask for advice for help and then also just some accountability so you make sure that you're being ethical as well um but i i don't think that you know you can find those things um independently uh with that outside of uh, the walls of psychology as well and so as long as you recognize that and find that uh, yourself um that's what's uh, most important so what happened to me is um i was um uh, doing my, my, my homework and do my classes and continue on. And uh, the summer is getting close and my decision about what I was going to do was, was looming. And then I found out that I'd made some bad grades in a couple classes. And I was going to have to retake them. And it was going to take me a couple more semesters uh, to finish grad school. Um, and even after that, I, I continued doing my homework and, and, and going on as normal. But about a week after that, I just kind of hit a wall, I guess. And I just couldn't do my homework in it. I just felt so much resistance to, to my class and to grad school and couldn't do anything. And so, you know, I wasn't going to just drop out based on that alone. And so I analyzed it and I thought about all these things that I just talked to y'all about. Um, and I realized that um, my intuition was backed up by good solid um facts that, that aligned with me and aligned with um what i believe and what i stand for and that it wasn't just about hey i just am procrastinating i don't like doing my homework you know <laughs> it's not um before i would have those feelings and, and keep pushing on um and so you know i've just been learning the last two years to really listen to my intuition and um, of course, you, you still use your mind, you still use the logic, you still analyze what is this intuition, is that is that intuition or is that ego, is that good or bad or what is the pros and cons, um, but but you definitely listen to it and don't just ignore it. And so after doing all that, um, it was definitely very scary, just like <laughs> doing the solo episode is, is scary for me, um, but I decided to drop out of grad school and kind of figure out uh, things from there. Uh, I've been kind of slowing down, um, you know, for about a year and a half on the spiritual journey. I had been really delving into, um, yeah, spirituality and reading things and talking to people and just kind of figuring out the landscape outside of Christianity, what people believe, what are um, different books and, and, and ways of thinking about things and um, things I just never thought about or never really gone into. And so I kind of got to a place of where I kind of got the general landscape and where things no longer like surprise me so much. I kind of understood at least the gist of things and just recognizing that <clears throat> I was in a new s season of slowing down and focusing more on 
yeah, getting into my body and working on healing and working on um, cultivating that voice of the spirit and intuition inside of me and um, talking to different people. They said that, um, and some people who were counselors, uh, that the most important thing is to work on yourself and cultivate that inner knowing, that that voice inside. And that's um, what's really important in, in helping others um, and then helping them uh, find that within themselves. And so um, I've been doing that. And so it's just, um, you know, all, all of that and kind of figuring out my faith. Um, that's that's why I'd been making some, some bad grades in grad school because um, that felt just as important and, and hard to kind of focus solely on on grad school and um, fo- felt even more important, I guess, than, than just reading textbooks and quizzes and stuff like that. Um, more holistic way of learning. Um, and so it was kind of hard to hear that I would have to retake some of those classes and um, and yeah, this just wasn't the path for me anymore. Um, and so I'd been really enjoying doing more meditation and slowing down and really going inwards and focusing inwards. And so, um, after grad school, just kept doing that. I'm taking, taking a course that, um, utilizes meditation and talking about ways we hear the spirit and, um, figuring out how, what, what my path forward was as far as like life coaching and stuff like that. And I, I got some advice. And, um, so kind of my path now is to become a life coach and, um, but, but I might, it's going to be a while and kind of figure out my niche and, um, you know, who, who my clients are and what, what that population is going to be and how I can best serve them. So I'm, I'm excited. Um, I think that uh, it's going to be good. Um, I think that we're kind of in a new uh, stage, um, you know, with with social media and podcasts like this. Um, You know, if if someone's ever been in therapy, they realize that, um, you know, just because someone has a degree, that doesn't necessarily make them a great therapist. Or even if they're a great therapist, they might not be the therapist for you, that you might not gel or click, um, have that... um, connecting energy, um, be on the same page. And so you might have to try out a few different counselors. And so, you know, I think that, um, with, with social media and podcasts and stuff like that, people can, um, get a little taste of who people are. Uh, of course you can, um, present an image that's not you on social media, stuff like that. But I think podcast is a little bit harder to do that. Um, you know, as, as you, it's your voice and you're talking and you talk with different people and, and yourself. Um, it's harder to hide. And so I, I try to do the best I can to be authentic and present myself as I truly am. And I hope that that, um, reverberates and people can, can see that and, and hear that. Um, and that that will, um, they'll connect with that. And, um, you know, the people that are right will be drawn, um, to me and that, um, I can help them. And so I feel like that, um, this podcast, uh, is just, uh, it's, it's a good way to help, you know, market and, uh, connect with people and, um, you know, people that I connect with through the podcast, they also, um, help me as well as a lot of my friends have been on here and they give me 
good stuff as well. So I've, I've really enjoyed that. Um, so I hope to do that for other people as well in, um, new ways and through coaching. Uh, I definitely am not going away from, um, having guests on. I want to have guests on that, um, you know, are also coaches and, um, do different things that, uh, we can connect with and similar interests. And, um, y'all let me know what kind of, um, subjects y'all are interested in hearing about or what kind of people, or if you have someone in mind, uh, to be a guest on, uh, if you're interested in being, I guess on the podcast, um, just uh, let me know. I'll, I'll put my socials in the, in this podcast, um, notes. Um, so, so you can connect with me. One thing that I want to talk about is, um, kind of depth slavery. Um, our culture, you know, they say after high school, go to college, get a degree, um, and get a good job from that degree. Um, and oftentimes go to grad school or get a PhD. And of course, all of this takes money. And if you look at the rate of inflation of entry to colleges, um, over the years, it's just skyrocketed. And, um, you see so many people taking out loans and, uh, really just putting themselves in, uh, debt slavery. Of course, you know, it's, it's no, um, blame or, or fault or accusatory towards anyone. Um, you know, that's just what they have to do. But I, I do think that we're in a new time of where, um, a degree doesn't mean as much. Uh, it's almost like, now you have to get a master's to, for it to really mean something. Um, and a lot of people have to, you know, get, get trained in their uh, profession even more um, after their degree. So um, there's a whole lot more steps. And so, um, you know, that is the way society looks at, hey, you got this college degree, uh, then I'm willing to uh, look at you for hire. But uh, it's definitely not um, as secure, secure as it used to be in having a degree and that meaning, hey, I'm definitely going to get a really good job. Um, and so uh, I, I think there's it's starting to open up that there's alternate ways. There's a lot of info out there um, on, on the web and in books and um, people you can connect with to um, get learning outside of university. And that can be just as beneficial or even more than school and a whole lot cheaper. Um, of course, there's trade schools and stuff like that. Um, and so I think that uh, we're beginning to see that, um, you know, the way that we've been raised, go to college, um, get a good job. It's it's not as, um, there's, there's going to be a change. Um, it's going to be more diversified. And, and we can even see that people uh, these days have more more jobs on different different paths and uh, yeah the whole whole landscape is looking different so um, you know it just depends on your uh, your field your path your um, degree uh, whether you should go to college get a degree and stuff like that um, of course there's benefits to uh, going to college um, I really enjoyed especially in grad school the environment of learning of, of people that are really smart that are looking at different things there's there was a lot of talks at Baylor I was at where I could go listen to um, people present their their research and it's really interesting but at the same time honestly I didn't have to go to Baylor to go to these things I could have um, just looked it up online and and went to these different lectures and um, picked up this information uh, but 
but school it was it was still a, a nice environment but at the same time um i do think that especially uh grad school is very slanted towards the intellectual towards the head and is not as embodied um or um connected with emotional intelligence and just you know it's easy to kind of get out of the loop of everyday normal living in grad school and professors are prone to this as well and even though they're really smart most of the time um that can also make them arrogant um and blind to um their biases uh so i think that there's definitely um a lot of bias in university as well so basically my point in all of this is just to say um really think about um college and grad school and whether you want to pursue that path or a different path before dropping a bunch of loans that you're going to, it's going to take years and years to repay. And so I just myself found that that wasn't um, the right path for me. And that's not what I wanted to do. So I just think it's important to think about these things and not just do what society tells you to do. Uh, a lot of uh, geniuses, um, they, dropped out or didn't even go to university and they found alternate ways. Of course, you have to have that self-motivating motor inside of you and know how to uh, find uh, information and knowledge and how to learn. So that's important skills. Um, But yeah, it is possible for sure. And I just want to say that, um, you know, I don't think that my time in grad school was wasted. Um, neither was my undergrad or the first time I went to grad school at Baylor. Um, I can look back and I can see all the things I learned for that. And even though um, I didn't even get my degree at Baylor or um, LSU in grad school, um, they taught me a lot and they helped me along my path. So anything really in life, looking back, um, it's never wasted. There's always lessons we could, uh, we can learn from, from these things. So um, of course we can always look back and be, say, Hey, we should have made this choice or this choice, and, and that impacted me negatively. Negatively, and there's always, um, you know, better, better, better pass. But at the same time, it's like, well, we, we don't know what we now know, and so it's easy to look back and be like, we should have made that alternate choice. So, um, just have grace for yourself, and um, you know, residing in in shame and uh, guilt for for the past and and what you did or you know, time you you think you wasted, um, that there's always, uh, God is always working good through, through everything. And there's always things we can learn. So, um, just take those lessons and utilize them for the future. So we can, um, continue to make better choices. And, uh, there's always, there's many paths, you know, and, um, you know, it's not just like one path is a good path and one path is a bad path. There's many different shades, (laughs) One thing I struggled with is um, if I was in quick grad school, um, do I know what I wanted to do? And, um, you know, I wasn't totally sure when I quit grad school. I had an idea, but it wasn't totally clear and it's still not exactly clear how it's going to come about. And so I just want to encourage people that it's okay to quit um, something or change your path, even if the way is not totally clear. I mean, Really, future is never totally clear. We never know exactly, but it doesn't have to be totally set in stone. I know there's a lot of um, times I've stopped myself from doing things or starting things 
or continuing on some, some, some things because I just wasn't exactly sure, wasn't totally clear to me um, how I would do it and just kind of that perfectionism mentality, like it has to be perfect. I have to know exactly uh, to t- continue on. And so just um, allowing for that mystery and, and, you know, that intuition that if, if you're guided towards a certain way, um, you know, to, to honor that. Um, of course I, you know, I still have my job, still making money. So I'm not just totally dropping everything and like, Oh, now my life is going to collapse because I don't have things in place. Um, I still, um, have things in place. You know, I'm still living comfortably, um, with the money that I have, um, and have my job and stuff like that. So, um, you know, have that balance of, um, you know, take some risks, take a leap of faith, but also, um, be practical and, and have some backups and some, um, security as well. So yeah, that's, uh, kind of what my life has been like, uh, the past few years. Um, I'm excited for the future and excited for the future of this podcast and connecting, uh, with y'all and, um, having more guests on and having more solo episodes and, um, expanding my thoughts and continuing to get better with my voice. I know I say um and uh a lot and I have to listen to myself over again in editing and I definitely cringe. Um, but I do think that there's something, um, special and not editing everything where it sounds perfect. Um, I actually don't trust people that sound too polished. It's kind of like, are you, are you putting one over me? Are you being real? Um, and they might not be, but it's just a little bit of a warning when someone is too perfect with, with how they speak. Um, but likewise, you still want to put out a good product and you want to continue to work on yourself and how you speak and, um, and not be too uh, cringe or hard to listen to. So I try to um, continue to work on kind of how I speak and speaking clearly and uh, getting out the message in a way that is understandable and relatable. Um, so I trust that I will continue to get better at these solo podcasts. So thank you for uh, bearing with me on this first solo episode. Uh, and I'll see y'all guys soon. Mm-hmm.